The Hawkeye Huddle on 101.3 and 1700. The Champ. Interact with the show on Twitter at Hawkeye Huddle and at Hawkeye Huddle 2. All right. All right. Here we go. Are we on? And we're back. Testing. Welcome to the Hawkeye Huddle. Well, let's start this all over again. Dave I just sit, Creighton we, Jr. sitting here with the Brett Ridge. They missed the funny opening that we had. But no, okay. but we're going we're gonna to go ahead and repeat it. So here, let's just do this. In 19 years we've been doing this show, we have not had a reason to do a show in April because there has this has been the end of the of the winter sports season. It has been right here at, the, at best uh, at this time um, as they head into the final four week. Right now, the Iowa women are headed to the Final Four on Friday night and Sunday, for heaven's sakes. That's the, that's the way we're going to play this. Uh, they're going to go Sunday, so we'll at least be you back next. You might be letting go of the uh, last call there, you never Brett. Know, but we'll at least be back for a final show next week, uh, and that'll get us into April. It should be noted, as I said earlier, that uh, this may be the only week that most of these opinions on the Hawkeye Huddle will be supported. supported. By the uh, cumulus crew, yeah. Uh, as we as we talk about Hawkeye baseball, currently three zero against Northern Illinois, as well as the majority of this topic today is going to be the women's basketball. Team. How about that Hawkeye what baseball a, on TV? What a performance in prime time! What a performance on Sunday night by the Iowa women. Obviously, we're, we are well adjusted with Caitlin and yes. and what she can do. But the rest of the country, even those who haven't seen him, Dickie V, for example. Had obviously not watched at all, right? Right. Despite the, the buzz around Caitlin Clark, that was the first time he'd seen her and started to tweet it out. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. She's a real deal, baby. A triple S. Oh, Super Sensational so Scintillating. Oh, she's <laughs> a real, the best player in America, bar none. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, seriously. Yes. No. Think about this. An Elite Eight performance. That there's only two I can come up with that were even close. One was by the kid from Miami, who didn't miss a shot, and Christian Leitner. Christian Leitner, two point five million people watched the other night. It's the uh, the highest uh, game of the year, uh, higher than any NBA game. And they uh, didn't even ask me how do they know right, I was right. watching. Do, somehow they got you figured it. They're tracking you. You're, look, it's the government, man. They He's know what you're doing. Farging they know it. They know it. How do they know what they know, I'm listening how, yeah. to? How do, they know all, which way, how do they know which way we're going? How do they know where we're going? <laughs> they keep saying we're drunk. Yeah. We're not drunk. Okay, you're going to kill some. Well, yeah, <laughs> thank you. 2.5 million, um, and we were just sitting here. Um, Brian Houck from Key Mortgage pointed out. Uh, they'll probably go over three million, which will be the the, the most all, all most all time uh, with this game Friday night I'm against South pre- Carolina. I'm going to predict five million people watch this game Friday night. I think five. Yep. I'll go under that, but because that, that's a lot. But yeah, it, it, but this will be the most watched women's basketball game in history. She she has it, Caitlin Clark has taken herself to another level in terms of. Her brand across America, everybody's pumping. Hy-Vee's what she's got. got a steal. Yeah, I know they did. Oh and my it, gosh! Yeah. So let's let's recap real quick. Hawks beat Colorado eighty-seven to seventy-seven on Friday night. It was a tight game. Uh, Colorado play was leading by one at halftime. They had uh, they they were big it inside, should be powerful, you strong. I did. Oh, I went to I went and joined I another know. group, and and I thought we needed to change up the mojo a little bit. It was fine. You right? left. And we started Hollywood playing better. Hollywood came in, complained, and that things changed. <laughs> things just started going <laughs> the right direction. So um, they did. 
they widened it out nicely in the middle of that second half there. Uh, it, suddenly the fast break started going a little bit. A few shots missed. Well, uh, Frida, Frida. From Iceland? Yeah. Frida Fer, Ferberger or whatever it was. Um, I don't think that's exactly what her name was, but we'll go with okay. that. She, um, she started missing a few shots, and the whole thing kind of went in, fell into place for Iowa. But they widened it out, won that one 87-77. And then I thought the Louisville game, even though it was close and Louisville kind of kept coming back, after Iowa got down 8-0, Iowa went on the on a, a 97-75 run. It it was it was well something that you go. That'll do it. There you go. <laughs> but Iowa came back, grabbed the lead, took it over and never really re- re- relented at all. Now at some point in time, I think to start the second half, um, Louisville cut it to one point. Iowa went on an 8-0 run at that point and it was over. That was the end of it. And three of those were not Caitlin Clark dropping uh, deep threes. Those came later. Those were her on the fast break dropping dimes. And Gabby Marshall hits over three or four in the first half. And I hate the Wilson basketball. It is, it is clearly a bouncier ball, right? And it's how weird. many? Watch the men's tournament. Watch women's tournament. How many shots go in and out with that stupid basketball? It is literally playing with the orange rubber basketball you had in the eighth grade mm-hmm. gym class. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's a bad ball. It's well, a that bad was, that ball. That was a void. <laughs> Whatever. A, I know what you're talking. It's the same I, no, I know premise. What you're saying. Big. Uh, it had the big bumps, but Gabby Marshall hits that shot when the Hawks were up one. Get it to four. Caitlin gets a steal. Up six. Kate Martin goes on the floor. Dive up up nine. Ball game. Ball game. I yeah. mean, uh, that yeah. was. That was the closest Louisville was for the rest of the day. You said that correctly. Louisville. Um, Louisville? Louisville? Because I listened to Tom Jackson and Chris Berman from Louisville. Louisville. Um, I want to give credit. I want to give credit. This is going to be an unsung hero of this tournament. Friday night, Monica Zanano got in foul trouble and had to sit a bunch. And they brought in Addie O'Grady, who, by the way, was a top 100 recruit, right? So every, this is not like somebody who's coming out of nowhere, but she doesn't play. Well, she hasn't Hannah, played a lot. Right. Hannah Stolke is the, the first reserve off the bench for, uh, for, for one of your taller and, players. And she was, what, a top 50 recruit? Right. And, and it's a little different position, right? It's more for Stolke when she comes in. She's not going to be. She's not bulky. Stolke's not bulky. No. Nope. And um, she's not bulky. She can't body up necessarily yet the way that uh, Sinano does, or in this case, Addie O'Grady. O'Grady only had four points, but she had like seven or eight rebounds, and she shut down the interior game of Colorado at that point in time. And that had actually been tough because Sinano, that's why she had four fouls, right? And she, you know, she eventually fouled out of b- both games, I think. But either way, let's let's recognize somebody who never gets recognition for a great contribution there. And then McKenna Warnock the other night on, on Sunday, she at some point she was at she had fifteen points, I think, out of the first out of the first twenty five before Caitlin got it going. <laughs> well, well the Hawks were down eight eight zero on Sunday night, and I can hear that. And uh Caitlin scored the next seven. And then all of a sudden, uh Caitlin decided that Every time down when they run the double team at me, I'm going to find the next person, either cross court, diagonal, next to me, or whomever it might be, because they were fronting Monica, mm-hmm. but they were they were leaving the other three open, essentially saying, I dare you. And this is one of my key mortgage keys to the game 
for for, the- uh, for Friday night <laughs> is that Iowa needs to get forty five points out of Kate Martin, Gabby Marshall, and McKenna Warnock on Friday. If they can get forty five out of them, the other two will take care of business. Monica may end up with eight. Okay, it's she's going to have tough sledding against Eliah Boston. Yep, and the other three ginormous big girls South that, South, big that South Carolina yeah. has. Yeah. Okay, if she can do that, or if they can do that, Caitlin's going to score. Mm-hmm. She's not going to score forty-one. You don't think so? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm going to take the under on that. I. I didn't. It was funny because. But at what point did I say she was going to drop? She it was eight to nothing. She scored the next seven, and right. I looked at Andrew and I said she's going to drop forty on him tonight. And and we kind of and we were we kind of okay. Well, maybe that's yeah. maybe that's true, right? Right. But she did. But the other time this year that she dropped forty was against NC State, and right. nobody else scored. Right. Right. And then this that was not the case here. Right. So in in the way that this team is playing, this is the exciting part to me is that I've got complete confidence. I think Lisa's got complete confidence in Kate, Gabby, McKenna, to a degree Molly. Yeah. Oh, scares me every time she's in the game. Well, you know, she's she's a role player. She's the role player on the team, right? But Hannah, I... Oh, she, there's complete confidence to put a lot of these these players in at, and see what happens. Like right? you said. Addie O'Grady out Addie, of nowhere. Uh, Alf Alter comes in and, and gives some good minutes. I always get two of them mixed up when well, I'm looking they, at them, right? They're but, but basically identical yeah. twins. Um, but uh, so uh, there's there's a lot there. Did did, <laughs> did you see my tweet about? Uh, uh, so my wife uh, was uh, asking me about. Uh, well, so what's the deal? Your... What's the deal? Big deal about the triple double thing? What what is that all about? So I explained it to her, and then I said, so normally that's a ten ten and ten thing. If it's a twenty ten and ten thing, that's pretty impressive. If it's a 30-10-10 thing, it's never been done in the history of the NCAA tournament. And this was a 40-10-17 thing. And she goes, she's Roy Kent. She, she's Roy Kent. Okay, she so, said, she so said, you she, have to stop right here because mm-hmm. I am not caught up on Ted Lasso. Well, don't you – so when Roy Kent is out on the field, the chant that everybody does is it's, it's Roy Kent, Roy Kent. He's here. He's there. He's here. He's there. He's everywhere. Roy Kent. Roy Kent. <laughs> I thought and Roy that's Kent what the was now the, now the coach. Well, he is, but, but he was a player for the well, majority oh, of the, okay. Ted, for the first two seasons at yes. Ted Lasso. Yes. And he was a famous player, and that's what the cheer from, you know, the, the soccer there. cheers. Okay. At least, here, at least he's now. He's here. He's there. He's everywhere. Thank you. Right. At least I get that part, because um, I thought you were going to spoil something for me, because I have not watched no, no, it, the it new just, episodes. No, no. It's just about and, how she is everywhere, right? She, she is everywhere on the court. The funniest play of the whole game was they they did that out of bounds base. She inbounded from the baseline. And she walks. She just took two she, steps. She didn't. She didn't run. No. She, just, she didn't hustle. No. Just stepped she, in bounds. She innocuously took two steps into the corner. We did this. We did that. Pass it to her. Swish. And the announcer goes, "How do you how do you leave her so open? Can't do well, that. well, it's pretty easy because she passed it in." And she sauntered. She may have sashayed into the corner. And just, uh, it was a And then knocks that down. And because it, it literally was one of those things. How do I you will miss guarantee her? you on the bench that, that Jen and Jen looked at each other, the assistant coaches for Lisa Bluter looked at each other and laughed because that's how they. 
they have drawn that play up. A thousand times. And, right? and they're and, like, sooner or later, somebody's just going to leave her. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is how we're going to run this. Instead of her running and running all around the court, we'll just have her walk in. So a lot more about uh, the women's basketball as we head on. We do want to announce the uh, the winner of our Blue Ribbon Bacon Festival, two VIP passes. It's Ryan Miner who uh, tweeted at us to score 84-72. We did have a couple of people that uh, got within um, – uh, the margin uh, of the error. The margin of error of being, I think, you know, so the Appreciate the spread all was 10. Appreciate all those many people out there who uh, tweeted at us and, and, uh, and the, tried to win. The margin was 10. He had 8. We had some people with 12. Drawn Ryan. out a hat. Uh, Miner, Ryan Miner gets it. At, at, but guessing 84-72, which was also about as close as anybody got in terms of the actual score. Right. Appreciate people doing it. And they're going to enjoy some uh, Blue Ribbon Bacon Festival tickets, uh, VIP tickets, and we'll be out there as well. Um, so you can enjoy that. Maybe we'll see you. You never know. Um, we'll get what into, what we're a gonna pleasure have to pick, that'll be for you, I know, Ryan. So what a pleasure <laughs> that'll be. Eh, people, actually, people ha- get a kick out of us. I know. They should get Who a kick doesn't? Out of us. It's what? sort of like the Three Stooges. It is. It is. Um, so, anyway, that's really cool. There's only two of us. <laughs> that's really cool. Um, bunch to talk about with uh, with baseball, but we're going to do more of that later on. So, But let's just do that. Well, actually, let's do this now. They're up 3 to nothing against three Illinois. 3-1 now against Illinois State on the road in normal right now. Uh, but they got four three wins two. last week. Uh, Andrew, oh, the intern claims it's 3-2. Oh, I, look, I looked down. 12 to 1 over Grandview last week and then swept Western Michigan 9-3-13-8-21 to 6. They're 19 and 3 going into today and they're ranked in five different baseball polls in the top 25, which never happens, right? So they are ranked um, What they, is their ranking? Uh, depends on the there's well, one poll that has them 12. There's one that has them 13. College ba- baseball uh, America has them 25. I'm going to tell you something very interesting. You don't often look at College World Series futures, but the Hawks are plus 9,000. Which you think, wow, that, that's a lot, right? Brigham Young is plus 200,000, okay? Okay, so they're, so, right. They, they are in the second tier of potential teams. To get to Omaha. To get to Omaha and make a difference from a odds standpoint. So You know who knows more about everything than everyone else? Odds makers. <laughs> they, they do. They do. They know more about yeah. everything. They're going to start in the Big Ten season here this week, Friday and through Sunday. They're at the Mar- greatest at pollsters on earth. They do help. They got to go to Maryland. We'll see how they start things off. That's one of the two best teams in the Big Ten besides them. They got Indiana the next week, and that's it. And then it, it actually gets easier from there. RPI might not be great so by the time they get there. So if you could go four and two in those, yes, five and one would be better. Because you really need those for an RPI. You don't want to. You don't want to lose too many. But you go two and one in both. That's what I'm saying. You can't go two and one in all these series. You're gonna have to sweep some. That's how bad. I'm the talking about Indiana and Maryland. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. We'll be back on the Hawkeye Hill. We got uh, Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com up on the other side. And we are back here on the Hawkeye Hill. Brett Rich, Jake, the Creighton Jr. with you here at G Migs in Valley Junction, West Des Moines, Fifth Street. You can join us for the next hour, probably. Oh, at, at least. least half hour. And, and you know, uh, my wife's going to Journey. I'll be here well, all night. 
I've got to go home and finish packing so that I can get on the road tomorrow with young Mr. Andrew Ridge sitting here, and we are headed down to Dallas, baby. I'm oh, not going to oh. say that Hawkeye Huddle sponsoring this. but uh, and Plus, it worked out perfectly because you know I normally do this Rangers opening day thing with my best buddy down there, right? Right. I normally go for this, and I was not going to go. You know who's not going with you? You. Tom Kicker, but you might well, see just him. I was about to, yeah. I saw him at the Big Ten you might tournament see him, for like you two minutes. You might see him in Dallas, but yeah. I think Kyle will be there for sure. And I think Tom's going to have a better seat than I am this time. This time, I'm not sitting directly behind him. I'm in the nosebleed section. But I bought the tickets on Faith a week ago. Tom, I bought tickets. I want you to, I want you to write this down. I did a glasses half full thing, and I bought tickets <laughs> last Tuesday night, my friend. Can you believe it? Can't believe it. I, I will not be there. Kyle's going, and uh, we sent um, uh, our uh, photographer Dennis down. So they're they're departing tomorrow for Dallas, and uh, I will be back here minding the store. Wow, Hold, holding down the fort, holding down the fort. Yeah, well, well, those guys, you know what? Um, they deserve Kyle it. Absolutely, they had them all year. Kyle absolutely deserves it. He has covered them all year. He's 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 kicked butt. He's done an incredible job. He was out in Seattle. Um, he's earned it, and I'm um, happy to send him down there and, and kind of complete this journey uh, with the women's basketball team. And then, um, you know, Dennis is just, he's the best. He's the best. And, no uh, no question is he the best. His his pictures, I, oh, yeah. He, he's, got, he's got a knack. I'll tell you that. He's got a knack. Um, it, it, listen. He's, just, he's the best. It's yeah, been good. It's person. been really good coverage. It's been really good. Kyle has been, by the way, in, in addition to your staff, when you throw in the women's basketball and the baseball stuff, the things that he's yeah. added has just been. It's been uh, a then, really. I don't know what you're spending on him, Tom, but it's money well spent, yeah, my give, friend. Give him a quarter raise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, give him he's a fifty a, cent he's bump. A, he's you? been a machine the last couple of weeks, though, man, because he's yeah. had a lot going on with baseball and. And women's basketball, I, I think, honestly, I think he'll probably be happy when the basketball's done. So he, he feels guilty for not being over at uh, at baseball. In fact, he went over to baseball, and then they're leaving tomorrow morning really early. So, um, oh, so he's a normal right now? Is he now? normal? Yeah, I think he's over at the game right now. Yeah. And just, he Hawks felt guilty about missing. Yeah, he felt, he, felt, he felt really guilty missing the last two weekends because he's been covering yeah. women's basketball. Yeah, well, well let, let's just put it this way, Tom. Sometimes you have to take take one for the team, and and I'm and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Lisa Bluter says we are destined for this. I they believe not only that they deserve to be there, and they do, but that they they are going down to Dallas. They are not going down to Dallas to to get the pink participation ribbon. They're going down there to win, and it starts oh, it with why, Lisa. Why wouldn't you? Uh, I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, why? Why wouldn't you go down there? I mean, you're there. You might as well win the damn thing, right? That's yeah. right. <laughs> That's right. the right. thing. I say, hey, we're here. We might as well win the darn thing. Might as well win and, it, right? Is there? And, 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 if they don't, you know, just leave it all. In the, uh, now, having said that, South Carolina is going to be a really big challenge. Oh yeah, a monster challenge. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they've got so much size, I and mean, they just demolished Maryland on the offensive class last night. They had night 28 offensive rebounds last night. Yeah. 
and it's, and Maryland is yeah. a is a is a is good. bigger team than Iowa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what they don't have, they don't have the shooters that Iowa has. And, and, no. But it, you know, it's going to take. Uh, you know, I was I was talking to a friend of mine today about it, and and he asked me, he goes, "What's kind of the path to victory?" And I said, "Well, probably keep it within 15 rebounds, and probably make about 23s, and then, yep. you know, yep. you got." You got. They're gonna have because they hit what sixteen um, Sunday against Louisville. Yep. And they're gonna, Louisville yes. doesn't have the size, but um, and you're gonna have you know Bree Beal, the girl that I you know yeah in the Quad Cities we know um, around here. She went to Rock Island. Uh, she's gonna try and check Caitlin Clark, I think. And Bree's a really good player and a and a really talented defender. So. Um, you know, this is going to be a primetime matchup. But, you know, the thing, and, I, and Kyle's going to write about this this week, guys, and, and I think this is probably, because um, I, I think we all see the, the narrative developing. It's Caitlin Clark versus South Carolina. No. And I right. think that's a disservice to the rest of the Iowa team. Totally agree. No, totally this agree. This is a Absolutely. really good basketball team with Gabby and Monica and, Kate, Kate Martin. I mean, all of them. Um, McKenna, um, you know, Hannah Stolke. I mean, these these young ladies have, and it's and it's led by Caitlin. Caitlin's like their Michael Jordan, right? You know, yep. she's just the superstar. But they have, they're just a phenomenon. They're like the Beatles, you know, in, in the heyday. Yes. You know, they're just like uh, Jordan's Bulls is what I've compared them to on our podcast. Is they're just like this. They everywhere they go, there's a there's a crowd. There's and, people. And, yep, it, it is. It's comparable, and it's comparable in so many ways. In that, so it's clearly, Clark is Jordan. Clearly, Sinano fits in nicely as Scotty Pippen. I was thinking. Right? I was yeah. thinking more like Bill Cartwright. Well, well no, because because she, <laughs> she's clearly the second scorer yes. that, who is. I she's an joking. all-American level second scorer on that team, and Scotty Pippen was. You know, right? all everything ball player just happened to be on with the other. Gabby is BJ. Gabby is BJ. Well, I mean, you go to, right. It BJ, just fits. She, she could be BJ Armstrong, or she could be like uh, like Steve Kerr pa- or uh, John, John Passon. John, yeah, right, right, right. Could be any both both guys who hit game winners. And then and for then, the record, right. And and I will say so. I will say this too. Um, one of the things that just got me the other night, I, I, I Lisa Bluter has, and we have not called on her enough on this show because right. we don't do a lot of interviews but she's always been super gracious to us as she has been to everybody else and is she not the classiest coach in america she never complains when she does it's still in a classy way she's just always so positive and when i saw her hoist that trophy up the oh other my night, gosh pure joy i right i i Tears in his eyes, I, I, I got a little verklempt <laughs> i did i mean i did and then of course uh jan jensen losing her father on sunday morning uh, gets the victory there tonight, and, and, and Tom, I, I don't know if, and maybe maybe Iowa fans continue to to come to appreciate this. They've got two of the the, the best women in America coaching this team, um, and, yeah. and I, you know, it, we have to continue to appreciate. It. She's at eight hundred and fifty victories, by the way. That's all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got her I mean, got her start at uh, Saint Ambrose at Little uh, Saint Ambrose University, right on. Uh, Right down the road, I drive by it all the time, um, and Lisa and I have always joked about that. And 
um, she came back uh, one time we were involved with a, a nonprofit thing and she came back this was years before this was before I started doing this for a living and she came back uh, and I was kind of doing it but not really but just asked her because we were going to honor St. Ambrose and some of their athletes and we're going to have the guy who hired her uh, Jim Fox was coming to the thing and she said absolutely I'll do anything that Jim Fox is at and that's just Lisa yeah. you know yeah. she yep. just came back and because I wanted her to talk about you know being a female role model and uh, and all those things and she was like absolutely I just love to anything that you know because she was like Jim Fox plucked me out of nowhere and and you know uh, yeah. hired me for 2500 bucks I think was what she was making yep, that's right she said that the other <laughs> night she said that on the, on it the was, air the other it was night 2500 bucks and she had yep. to drive the bus or the van or whatever and <laughs> uh, and then she gets to Drake and has great success and then Iowa and I don't think she's ever the thing I, that I love about Lisa is I don't think she's ever forgotten where she's coming from came from you know, the, the played, played basketball my all and she was from Linmar and you know how those, Linmar. Yeah, yep, but she's as a, am Linmar. I. Yeah. And then and, and, and Jan I. is yeah. just Jan is one of the, the kindest people you'll ever 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 meet. And uh you know, she just really tough for her this week, obviously. Oh my goodness. Dad, and, you know, Chad um, Listikow you know, had the, that the, did you see that Tom Listikow's article in the register about her dad? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, something. I, uh, yeah, and and you know the, the the range of emotions that she must have felt on Sunday from, you know the the, the depth of losing a parent that morning to the single most important uh, professional achievement that she has achieved in her her coaching career. Yeah, getting to talk a about four. I mean, talk about tears when she cut down that piece of the net. Yeah. And pointed and up, pointed, yeah. pointed the sky. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, yeah, uh, that's, that's yeah. Dan. She's just, she's wonderful. Um, you know, her spouse Julie, um, I've known since junior high. She, she and I went to the same junior high school. Yeah. <laughs> and well, it's just, it, isn't you know, that an appeal? Wild. Isn't isn't that an appeal of this of this program? And anyway, we're about to do our top five here, and it's going to be the, the top five like Iowans who stayed home and played basketball for Iowa men's or women's, right? And but one of the appeals of this team is, and it's not all of them, but there are a few, including Caitlin and the coaches, and a handful of the coaches, and that right. they're, they're Iowa, they're Iowa born, Iowa bred. They came, they came up through Iowa schools, and it's it's uh, for for a state. There's a pride in that as well. Um, that really has made it. Uh, it's it's one of the reasons people have latched on and started showing up the games in droves. And aside from Caitlin, right? It's, well, I mean, they sell out the entire women's season. They've played in the five largest televised basketball games this year and are about to, on Friday night, play in the largest televised game ever. And it's not just Caitlin Clark. It's the team. Tom, you nailed it. It's the team. And believe me, when Iowa wins on Friday night, Gabby Marshall hits the game-winning shot, (laughs) much like John Paxson and Steve Kerr. The world is going to fall in love with this Iowa basketball team. If yeah. they have it. The, if they have it, if already have it. Boy, imagine that game. I, I, you know, and I, I tweeted out today, I saw, 
you know, Magic Johnson's tweeting about this team. Right? Yeah. Yeah. LeBron. Magic Johnson. Durant. Magic Johnson. I know. LeBron was. I mean, yeah. just the Steph. I, and and I, I know you guys saw the video of, you know, and Sue Bird is one of the greatest female basketball players ever. And she Gotta shows be top up at five. practice. And the and and the look on their faces was just that was just so amazing. Yeah. Right, just yeah. seeing the look on on Kate Martin's face and Gabby's face and uh, Hannah Stolke and uh, and Caitlin. I mean that that's just so cool. What this it, team is, and they're just so they're so good with people, with kids. That's the other thing is they're out there after that game, and you know they probably want to go in the locker room and shower up and just kind of celebrate, maybe get some food or whatever. They stayed out there, from what I was told, like 45 minutes to an hour after the oh, game. Oh, well, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody um, gets an autograph. I yeah, mean, they don't my, walk I, away. One of my – so the funny thing is I, I one of the reasons I'm going to Dallas, Tom, is uh, my my uh, the best man at my wedding lives uh, from then. I talk to him all the time. He lives in Dallas. We go there a lot. The other guy – one of the other guys in my wedding was in, it lives in Seattle. He, he and his wife uh, were – we're at both games the other day. They have not been able to go watch an Iowa basketball game of any kind, right? He's been to a couple of football games. He's a huge Iowa fan. Wakes up every day, uh, every weekend, watches games, football yeah, games at nine a.m. Yeah, he's eating his Cheerios, oh. uh, and he was so happy to be out there. The Iowa fans out there were ecstatic, and they came to the fore. That's the other thing that people are figuring out about this, right? So, um, hey, listen, real I'll g- quick, I'll give, I, you, I'll give you guys, a, I'll give you guys a good story. Real quick, so, uh, one of my one of my stepsister's friends, um, she she played uh, played college softball for the University of Washington. So she lives in Seattle. She's a, she's a terrific athlete. She went to the games just to see Caitlin Clark and the Iowa Hawkeyes. Of course, right? Just as- <laughs> I mean, that's a, she's not an Iowa fan. She she knows about Iowa because she knows me, but but she yeah. went to all the games to just watch this team and yep. just raved about. She's like uh, the you know she's like is half the state here, right? Right, <laughs> because <laughs> it was full, right? It was full. Hey, um, Tom. Yeah, so was... just so you know, we're doing a show next week because of the, because this is not over, right? So we're, and so we'll get to we have some men's basketball, we have some spring football, a couple of other things to talk to you about next week. But this is all women's basketball this week. We appreciate it. Tell your uh, your yeah. your fellas they're doing a great job. But we'll look forward to, to reading what they uh, what they put together. Everybody for us follow this week. their coverage. Everybody yes. follow their Hawkeye report. HawkeyeReport.com. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, Thank Tom. Thank you, guys. Thank right. you, Tom. Tom, Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. And they have covered it like crazy. At Kyle Heisman. Boy, he All right, Jacob, you can go now, buddy. Jacob, you can take us out. We'll be back on the other side. Finish up things on the Hawkeye Huddle. 17 or the champ, 101.3 FM. And we're back here on the Hawkeye Huddle. Going to wrap things up for this week in the last segment here. And then we'll have one more show next week. And then we'll take a break until football season. It's our longest year in our 19th year because we get to go into April thanks to the Iowa women's basketball team. Baseball team right now up 3-2 to two in normal Illinois on Illinois State. Can of corn, and the right fielder goes You're not supposed that. to call the action. Nobody you can give them the scores. I'm, nobody knows what a can of corn is except yeah. for you, me, and Andrew. Okay. Math, but Matthew Creighton. Matthew Creighton Brock as well. Brock Skoog, a few others. Um, this, this Iowa baseball team can rake. But they're only, they've only got three today. There are days, we know how, you and I know how that works when we were coaching. There were times there was like, we're playing this team. 
How come we're not beating this it's bad also, team? It's right? also, you know what? Yep. It's 50. It's 50, and it, yeah, they have shirt sleeves on, short sleeves on today. Well, but, the pitcher you know, does. Yeah. Anyway, Hawks uh, up 3-2. to two. We'll see how that goes. They've got another uh, three innings to play there in Illinois. Somehow they do a lot of late-inning stuff. The Hawks get a lot of late-inning hits. We'll see how that goes. So a little more information about – oh, thank the sponsors. We, we already went through our Blue Ribbon Bacon uh, Festival uh, winners, uh, oh, Ryan Miner. Oh, bacon. Ryan Miner will get those two free VIP passes. We appreciate the Blue Ribbon Bacon Festival supporting us this year. We get to go as well, so that's a nice thing. That'll be fun. Our, our, our uh, wives who enjoy being with each other will enjoy going with us to do something together, and we'll have a good weekend, right? Presumably. <laughs> Unless I throw axes again, and that oh, might, eh, might get to be a problem. Um, uh, of course, uh, Angie Lancaster, Remax concept, sitting right, waving at us right you now. You know, what she, the re- only reason she's not high-fiving us is because she's currently working, selling another house. She is, actually. Uh, Brian Houck from Key Mortgage was here a little bit earlier. And With of course, he's, keys, uh, the, keys, keys of the, the game. Keys are to keys of the game. AM, PM Plumbing, they do plumbing. plumbing, and they're right here in Valley Junction, but they'll go all over the metro, and it's the same price, weekend or Day or night? Day or night, right? It's not one of those things where it's worse if you happen to call them on Sunday at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, which is about the only time when my toilet breaks down, right? So what is it I do on Saturday night that makes – never mind. I have no idea. uh, And uh, Gatehouse Pictures powering the HawkeyeHuddle.com. We appreciate that. And that gets us to our 5th Street 5 brought to you by Private Wealth Asset Management. Private Wealth Asset Management right here in Valley Junction. But uh, clients all over the world, the idea here, though, is that uh, they really want to uh, make sure that people understand what a great uh, little neighborhood we've got going on here down in Valley Junction, all the great shops, restaurants, bars. There's been a couple new ones opened up in the last since we have started this program this year. There's a lot going on down here, and uh, they wanted to highlight that this year as part of the neighborhood. And that's why they've done the Fifth Street Five. And this, this week's Fifth Street Five kind of hard. It is difficult. difficult. But oh, it's difficult from the aspect that we – it's hard to narrow it down. It's very hard to narrow it down because now you're starting to look well, at – Perhaps we should tell them what it is. So we're, we started thinking about with Caitlin Clark being from Iowa, from West Des Moines, Iowa, but being from Iowa. Lisa Bluter being from Iowa. Who are the top five basketball players, women's or men's, who – are Iowa kids who stayed home to play at the University of Iowa. Right. And so there have been a bunch of them who have been role players and been good, but how many of them have actually been good enough to get on this list? And that's where you start to st- you start splitting hairs because we could late name 20 of them. What do you got? Well, and I, and I want to I lay, lay the groundwork with people who are not going to qualify for the top five. And we're going to do it quickly. Matt Bullard from West Moine Valley. Played with him. You're not going to put him in there? Nope, he's not. Went to play for the Rockets. I understand. Okay. okay. Married a penthouse playmate. Should deserve X credit for that. Charmed life. Yes, okay. Big Al Lorenzen. Not going to put him in there. Not although, be But he was there. on that 1987 team for the and, and the Vanilla Gorilla. Yes, absolutely. Ryan Bowen. Ryan Bowen played in the NBA for like 10, 11 years. Why? Because right? he was scrappy. It's really good. Right? I mean, but those guys aren't making this list. Okay. What do you got for five? Number five, Dean Oliver. Dean Oliver for the 
for the uh, for the career he had at Iowa, or now including the fact he's gone on to be a really good college uh, assistant I, coach? Dean be Oliver, a- because he was the second best point guard. Because the best one is also on the, on the list. There you go. That okay. came from Iowa, and I was point okay. guard in my in my brain. Mikey Gazelle, he was South Dakota, wasn't yeah. he, technically? Okay. Uh, well, Woodbury was Woodbury, South Dakota. Or was Sioux, Sioux City? One, one of the two was Sioux City. Who was one the was Kyle kid from uh, Sioux City? Who oh, shot? Galloway. Thank Kyle you. Galloway. God, I couldn't remember his last name earlier. So you're, I'm looking at your list we were texting. You're not gonna, are you putting Russ Millard on this list? No, I'm not. Okay. Just noted him. So, um, I, so I'm going to, well, let's stick with Dean Oliver as one of them. Um, Our list don't have to be the same. They don't, but, but we're going to run out of time. We I know. So uh, Jess Settles comes in at number yes. four for me. Uh, and and uh, the career didn't end up the way it started. If you remember how he was his second and third year, he was and he was an all-American player. He was unstoppable in so many different ways. And then his back got to him, and then he wasn't quite as good. But you got to give you got to give Jess Settle something uh, in there uh, as well. Absolutely. My number. I'll, I'll jump to three. Well, let's I'm, jump to three. I'm going to say Jeff Horner's my four. Okay. Okay. Jeff Horner's in there. Yeah. My number. Yep, th- my number three is Chris Street. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, it should be noted. He was on his way. Yes. He was not statistically there yet, right? But he was on his way to being one of the best players in the history of Iowa basketball. And he was so solid. Absolutely. And you can't forget about him. Right. right. Can't forget about him. We're going to have to put Caitlin Clark in here. She's on number you, two on she's mine. Number two on my, and she's number two on mine. Right. I mean, I, who you got for number one? Bobby she's, Hansen. Yeah. Because Bob Hansen ended up, uh, aside from playing on several important teams in the 80s, he goes into the NBA and he's part of those Bulls teams. And, and he, he hit big shots. And, and the, mine is a complete and utter bias. Bobby Hansen was a, just, a few year, just a few years older than I am. I watched him play in the state basketball tournament with his sweatbands and Tom Faber and the other teams on that Dowling team. And I was not a Dowling fan. And they won. Then he went to Iowa, and he played on the Final Four team. But even after that, because he was like only a freshman or yeah, a on sophomore. Final Four team freshman, yes. Um, played the next three years and was the leader of, that, of mm-hmm. those teams. Yep. And then went on with the Bulls. That's why he's my number one guy, in spite of Keegan Murray and in spite right. of right. Chris so, Murray. So how do you not put the Murrays on this list But yet? Kayla I, Clark is my number yeah, two. How do you not put and them on? You know what sucks? They both went to Dowling. <laughs> I'll say this about Bob Hansen, too. Um, and, he's that, a fr- and he's a friend of mine. Th- there you go, right? <laughs> so I get out of college. I go to work uh, at the right. American Cancer Society, and he's, he's sponsoring this golf tournament here. And I go in, and all these business leaders around Des Moines are, like, snapping their fingers at me. Hey, boy, come over here. Do this. Do that. Bob Hansen and I sat down, and he's talking to these guys. He turns around, and he has a beer with me. Right. And he starts talking to me. He wants to talk, and I'm, I'm 24. Right. Right. He's he just he's a good guy. He's I a, call, every Bobby Hansen is a solid yeah, earth guy. Every time I called him up for something, you know, he's a good guy. And oh, by the way, he grew up on my street right around the right corner. Right around the corner. Uh, so other people, honorable mentions here. Uh, uh, the Murrays, Holuska, uh, Bruner, uh, Rick, Ricky Davis, as much as I hate to put him on there. Well, uh, and you got Russ Millard on there. Katie Abrahamson, uh, Aller Disterhoff, who was all Big Ten uh, women's ball player. And it should be noted, I went back. I have a tough time remembering all the great women's basketball Kevin players. Kevin Coonert. Kevin Coonert. There you go. If we go further back, you're going to have Utah. more of those. Jared Utah. Anyway, good stuff. 
I love seeing the Iowa kids Glenn stay home. Glenn Worley, Matt uh, Gatons. Oh, I gave you the Gatons. I forgot about Gatons. He's on the Iowa staff. We didn't even, we didn't even uh, text Street. No, I know. We were just going back and forth. Okay, a couple of other uh, notes about the Final Four. So, uh, on uh, this weekend, uh, Friday, uh, they have not decided where they're doing the Hawkeye huddle down there, the actual party. The but, one that they don't pay us for. Right. <laughs> but there is a big, uh, a big to-do outside the American Airlines Arena, um, and it's supposed to be 85 degrees and sunny on Are Friday. Are you kidding me? I'm going to be in heaven, baby. I'm going to tell you this. The Hawkeyes are going to take over American Airlines. Oh, on it's going to. There's, there's. Do you know how many Texas Hawkeye fans there are? There's a, a fair amount. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, Not to mention, there's, from what I understand, five game watches in the DFW area. If you don't have yeah, tickets, uh, so I went to one for a football weekend. So, eh, I understand. I went to the wrong one. The problem is they all knew each other, right? So well, they didn't. They didn't have any interest in getting. To I know went me, to the right? Sandbar in yeah. Phoenix. And watch the game. It was a ninety-three-year-old people in the yeah. back, me out front, as they came out. You know, yeah, enjoying their Jello for dessert. So, uh, by however, the way, basketball games in Arizona start at four o'clock. If, if yeah. you want to do something fun, aside from you can come here in G Mix, by the way, yeah. watch it. Well, why if you want to do something you? fun? Drive over to Carver Hawkeye Arena. They're going to have there. You go. They're opening the door seven thirty on freebie. Friday night. A freebie. freebie. Yep. They're going to sell the, beer? They're going to sell concessions. They didn't say beer. It said concessions will be open. That's So beer. I imagine beer. 7.30. They're going to block off. There's some construction already going on in the arena, so they're blocking off a good chunk of it. So there's going to be 16,000, and you can't sit on the floor. But they will have the they will have the game on the one-end uh, scoreboard, and everybody can sit there together and cheer, and that will be a really fun thing for them. Oh, my um, gosh. It will be terrific for them there. There's going to be stuff going on down in down in Dallas. It'll be so much fun, and I, you know, I'm looking forward to it in, in 15 different ways. Okay, right? to say I'm jealous would be unfair. I'm kind of pissed. I sat here. Where's last week. my invitation? I sat here last week. <laughs> I like, know. I you said did. we talked about it, right? I bought these tickets. Angie's here for me, so that's I all good. <laughs> bought these tickets last Tuesday night after the show. All I right, know. Last call. Hawks are going. Hawks are winning this whole. They're winning damn the whole thing. thing. Realistically, I think they're done on on Friday night. But I, I I'm I'm with you. Um, you're with me. Come back and find out what happened next week on the Hawkeye Hill. Seventeen under the champ. One hundred one point three FM.